Main Street to Wall Street, global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Mark Victor Hansen is known to many as the co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul book series, a brand which sold over 500 million copies worldwide, setting a world record in sales. Unbelievable. His main focus is to help people and organizations to reshape their personal vision of what's possible. And we're going to talk about what's possible. He's here today with his wife and partner, Crystal Dwyer Hansen, one of the leading success and wellness coaches in the country. She is a certified life coach and a wellness nutrition expert who travels the world with her husband speaking, inspiring and teaching leadership. They are the co-authors of Ask, the bridge from your dreams to your destiny. And I'll be asking them all about that and how to reach your own destiny. Welcome, Mark Victor and Crystal. Thank you, Thank Jeffrey. You, Jeffrey. I just wish my mother was alive to hear your introduction. She, <laughs> she'd give you a kiss. <laughs> well, we're having a lot of fun. You, if you can't have fun, what's the use, right? That's right. So true, so true. Because yeah. life, the purpose of life is joy. I mean, you asked for a spiritual answer, and that's it. I mean, your, your goal is to be passionately on purpose and, and do two things, create and contribute. And that's what our book Ask teaches how to do. Well, tell me a little bit. Why did you decide to write it and why did you do it now? In the middle of all this pandemic and everything, I mean, most people would say, do not do a book, right? right. But we've, we've been to 80 countries. And we've met wonderful people, talented people, educated people, persuasive people. But the difference we discovered in talking to a quarter million people a year, the difference between those who make it a little and those who make it a whole lot and fulfill their destiny, like we've gotten a title of Ask the Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny, is one thing and one thing only. They've learned how to ask. And most yeah. people are afraid to ask. And we go through the seven roadblocks to asking. And we say, look, there are three ways to ask. You ask yourself, you ask others, and ask God. Pretty simple. That makes sense. What about you don't ask your wife? I have to add that. That's another one I always have to ask. I have to add that. There's a four. That's the bonus. That's the bonus. That's the follow-up. That's in the second edition. We're going to that's quote right. you, Jeffrey, in every podcast oh, and tell people that. that's what you Well, I just celebrated my 38th or 39th, 38th anniversary, but we were engaged for two, so I call it my 40th anniversary. And I know me, I wouldn't be married to me. So I know that there is a fourth ask, and that's the big ask, though. Congratulations, Jeff. Um, we ask each other for an hour every morning in, in prayer and meditation, and, and that's number oh, that's one. Cool. Number two is when we were falling in love long, long ago, we're sitting at Mother's Market in Costa Mesa, and this spiritual guy sitting next to us, you could just see it was a man of the cloth, had the collar, all the stuff. He said, can I tell you guys something? You guys look like you're so in love. I said, we are. And he said, I said, what is it? He said, I've been with Billy Graham 70 years, and there's one way to keep a marriage working, and that is you pray out loud and ask and talk to each other in the morning and at night before you go to sleep. And Crystal done it in church and everywhere else, but never with a spouse. And I said, well, let's do it, and it's worked for us. So that to me, that's something that's so fundamental in a relationship. And I know my wife is trying to really get me to meditate with her on a regular basis. And I've been kind of like, eh, I do my own meditation on the tractor. So, and I, you know, I'm a little bit different that way. But that seems to me like just a fundamental thing. What would make you come up with that and say, yeah, let's do that? Well, you know, it was interesting, Jeffrey, because it was this sweet pastor that just noticed sort of the connection that Mark and I had. And he struck up a conversation with us. 
And then he wanted to offer us that little bit of advice. He said in all the years of marriage counseling that he had done through the church, that was the one thing, the, the distinguishing factor that kept couples together, those who prayed out loud together. And truthfully, it was a whole new level of intimacy because I was more private yeah. about my prayers. I prayed in church with big groups of people or by myself, but I was like, can I do that? Pray out loud with my new husband, you know? And, but we said, let's give it a shot. And it, it really does help you achieve sort of this new level of spiritual intimacy. Um, yeah. because now you're working um, from the bigger picture together in front of God. And um, there's just something really amazing about it. You know, and that's just as, that's just as sexy as the sexual intimacy, quite frankly. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not to take, I mean, this will help my rating. So I'll ask you that. So yeah, it's a little bit like that, right? I mean, it is, it's, it's just a whole different like thing when you can get there, you, for you young people haven't gotten there yet. It's a really cool, it's a really cool feeling. Right. Because it's a deeper level yeah. of intimacy. I mean, you know, there's the, the physical level of intimacy is great and it's bonding and things like that, but it only goes so far truly. And that, so, you know, the mental intimacy is important too. That's why Mark and I spend time. We go through our asking process every morning, which is one of the reasons we wrote the book Ask, because we start with mm. all these questions with each other every day in this hour of prayer, discussion, and meditation. You know, what's working? What's not working? What's, what's bothering us? What's, it's just evaluating. And, 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 you know, there is no um, mechanism that has the ability to reveal what is hidden like asking. And we, we discovered that. And so that's what started our journey into writing this book. And then, you know, followed by those deeper levels, when you, when you start to discuss those things, ask the questions, the answers start to come to you and then take it to that deeper level of, you know, okay, God, you, you created me creator of the universe. You know, you know, better than I do what, what my purpose is, what I'm made for. So just show us the way, show us the path. And it kind of, it actually takes the stress off. Um, in a way, because we become so self-focused in this world, you know, we, it's, it's hard not to get into our ego, quite honestly, it always becomes, yeah. you know, and, and it's just human nature. Like, what am I doing? Am I enough? Am I, am I good enough? Am I, am I big enough? But when you, when you sort of pull back the lens of the camera and kind of give it to God, give it to that, you know, what's my, my purpose in the kingdom? It's not just me. It's this whole thing that's going on. And uh, sure. doing that together is really magical. Well, let me, I got to ask another key question and I'll come right back after this message. C-Suite Radio. Hey, we are back and we're live casting on Facebook and LinkedIn. And of course, uh, this is All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. I'm with Mark Victor Hansen and Crystal D Dwyer Hansen, co-authors of Ask the Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny. We're talking about the key questions that you need to ask in life in order to be successful, no matter what you do. It doesn't make it whether you're a thought leader or a corporate executive. You have to be able to ask. You know, and I find a lot of people don't do that. And, and so many times I'm in interviews and I'll say something and someone said, did he just ask that question? I think it's easier just to ask them right up front. Why are people so afraid to ask questions? We think it's seven roadblocks to asking. And number, you know, just real quick through, obviously it's fear. And, and yeah. fear is always the fear of uncertainty and the fear of unknown and fear of what could happen. And, and that really goes to unworthiness. And we just, one of the guys, we, first of all, we did all the research. We wrote everything we knew about the book and we did all the research from Harvard studies, every other kind of study in the people. And then we interviewed the 26 best askers in the world. One of whom is one of the three biggest realtors in the world, a billionaire. And he did a story in our book. And then he 
had us on his podcast, uh, Greg Haig, who's a dear close friend, lives here in Scottsdale with us. And, and he heard the story about Bob Proctor and he said, oh my God, I didn't see, I was unworthy when I was in eighth grade. His dad was chubby, so he thought being chubby was a good idea. And, you know, I've been real chubby at one time, so I understood that. But he was in eighth grade, and he wanted to ask a girl next door out to the eighth grade prom. And he kept telling his dad, I'm going to do it, chubby, I'm going to do it. And then he said the phone was big and red and fearful. And he said, it was really my sense of unworth. I never called. And he said, the trouble of unworthiness, two things. Number one, I never called the girl. And she said later to me she wanted to go. Now he's skinny. He's, now he's 100. 40 pounds, six foot two guy. Wow. And he said, number two, I lied to my father. I said I did when I didn't. And he said, that's the problem with unworthiness. So unworthiness, naivete. The one that really gets everybody is the disconnection that's going on now. People think because they have a cell phone, they're connected, but they're absolutely more disconnected than ever because connection has got to be really intrapersonal. Like what you said to start with, you got to have really deep abiding friendships. Yeah, that chemistry is an important thing, right? I mean, to have that chemistry, although some of that chemistry can come through even in the visual side. You know, we talk about the phone, but I think you can do a little bit of that through the like Zoom or video where you can kind of get some of that relationship. Right. No, thankfully, we have Zoom right now because people need each other. And Zoom is really the only thing allowing us to be sort of connected. At least we can see each other. And, and there is communication. There's a lot of nonverbal communication that takes place through our eyes and through our body gestures. And all that is important. Human beings need, well, it's been said that human beings need like 15 touches a day. You know, we need touch, we need intimacy, we need to, to be with each other. But, you know, in the, we wrote about these seven roadblocks to asking in the book, Jeff, and, and really the disconnection we're talking about here is like disconnecting from yourself and your own desires, disconnecting from your own dreams. So you shut down to the point that you stop asking for anything. And yeah. you know people like that. It's it's a level Always. of apathy, uh, loneliness, depression, and really giving up on life. And I and so for us, that's one of the out of the seven roadblocks, it's one of the sadder ones because it's it's just a shame. All of us were born with these dreams in our hearts, they develop over time. But if we give up on ourselves and give up on life, then we're never going to fulfill if we don't keep asking the questions that take us to the next level. And quite honestly, there's nothing like asking to get you unstuck because we all get stuck at different points in our life. Like right now, people are really stuck. We're shut down a lot. Some people still can't, you know, get out and, and do their work, but uh, and do what they're supposed to be doing. And we're all questioning. A lot of us are questioning, like, what is my life about and where am I going? But those questions are important to help us get to the next level. You know, this time can be really important time to sort of determine who am I? What do I really want from my life? Where is it going? And if I were to create, um, you know, one of the questions we love the most is imagine, because we, we talk about preparation, preparing to be a good asker. And one of those part things is believing that you deserve the answers, right? Believing that mm. the answers are waiting for you and that you deserve them. And the second you're part- You're worthy. That you're yeah. worthy, yes, yeah. exactly. You gotta get rid of the roadblocks <laughs> and say, I can do this, I'm worthy. I believe that I'm worthy. And then just using your imagination to imagine your best scenario and your imagination can paint a different picture than your left brain because your left brain shuts you down. So what we like to say is imagine that you are at your ultimate levels of success. Now the questions, who would I be talking to every day? What would I be doing every day at my ultimate level of success? 
You know, what things would I be primarily focused on? What things would be calling to my heart if I had all the level of success that I wanted? You know, and some of those questions will start to reveal, you know, maybe your life at the ultimate level of success, some people realize it's not that different from what you're doing now. Maybe it's just amped up a little bit or modified a little bit, but it's a powerful asking exercise. Well, I love that. And I just sent out an email looking to recruit headliners for C-Suite Radio. I mean, we're adding more and more shows. And the headline was Worthy Request. And it was my request to meet with them. And I just wanted to know this was a worthy request. And so I, I love that. I want to ask you about discovering your destiny. Because a lot of people talk about, oh, follow your passion, follow your passion, which I'm, I, I love that you follow your passion, but you know, look, my passion's bacon and scotch. That's not going to make me, you know, that's just not going to make me a lot of living. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you know, pork and single malt, not, not quite the thing, but, but to find your destiny, I want to take a quick break. I'm going to come back and I want to get an answer to that because I think that's at the core for every human being in this world. We'll be right back. C-Suite Radio. And we are back and we're with uh, Mark Victor Hansen and Crystal, uh, Crystal Dyer Hansen. And we're talking to the co-authors of Ask the Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny. And we're so glad to have them here as we're on All Business with Jeffrey Hazard. And we're doing a live cast right here on Facebook and LinkedIn. So don't forget, give us your questions, send those in and make some comments as we're uh, taping this show. We thank you so much for being a part of this and being a part of our listenership. I was asking right before the break all about, um, you know, destiny. What's your destiny? I, a lot of people are probably on the road to destiny and they just don't know it yet. Right. And they're in it. And how do you know what's your destiny? And in our book, Ask, we say, hey, look, what you need to do is you need to say to yourself, you got to permeate, penetrate, fill the inner space of your mind with the question, God, what's your destiny for me? God, what's your destiny for me? When I went bankrupt in 1974, as you know my story, I, I built the Washington Racquet Club, Botanical Gardens, Aviaries. I thought I was the who's who of New York, and I was building out of plastic, PVC, polyvinyl chloride, and crashed and burned and checked a book out of the library, how to go bankrupt by yourself. And, and it was just, oh, my gosh. For six months, I slept outside another guy's bedroom, and it was true. But I asked myself, what do I Don't want? Don't do that again. Don't do that again. Yeah. Never, never, never. <laughs> I, wanted, I said I want to talk to people that care about things that matter, that make a life-changing difference. I went to my three roommates, and I said, any of you guys know a young speaker, not, not a cotton top, not a lawyer, not a doctor, not a celebrity, not a famous person? And I said, yeah, yeah, here's a ticket. There's this kid a few years older than you talking out in Hop Hog Long Island, New York. He'll wow you. He mesmerized the audience for three hours. I go up to him and I ask at the end, and I said, Chip Collins, who became my best friend, I said, Oh, Chip, yeah. And he said, You stay out of the real estate in this five borough. I own it, but I'll teach you how to do life insurance, but you're not going to make it. One in a thousand that you'll make it. Well, I did a thousand talks a year the first three years because I believe if you want massive results, you got to take massive action. And only Tony Robbins and I did that many talks, as far as I know. I mean, I'd be talking as early as six in the morning, 10, two and eight at night and selling in between just, and I loved that. I had nothing else to do. And I was, and then all of a sudden somebody said, could you put the story in the book? This is about destiny. And I said, well, if I'm going to do it, I, I, God, can I be the world's best selling author? And the first book we did is not this one, but it said, stand up, speak out and win. I sold 20,000 copies from the wow. platform in one year. I made, I've gone, I tripled my income from 70 grand a year to, uh, over two hundred thousand, ten dollars times twenty thousand books is two hundred thousand. Well, let's let's be clear, Mark. Too for those that are listening and watching right now, even twenty thousand copies is like 
five times the amount of a book um, a normal business author does in a given year. And that was back then. In 1974, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a clue that that was yeah. I mean, you gave me the Salesman of the Year Award, and I'm deeply, I've got it. When you finally come to our house, we'll show it to you. But He's talking about the Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame. I inducted Mark Victor Hansen to the Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame. So it was great. And, and I'm honored and thankful to this minute and tell people, and they go, why did he do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, look at that. Look what you guys have done. You and you and Jack both, but you on your own. And well, now what you and Crystal are doing. So why is it so many people have a tough time getting to destiny, to finding that destiny, to find that purpose in life where – where they, where at the end of life, you know, as I'm getting older, quite frankly, I'm looking back and saying, did I do everything I could have done? Well, the answer, of course not, right? But if, am I doing the things that will leave a, a, a legacy, will leave a change, will I've made a difference? Those are the key things I think we need to ask ourselves, right? So why do people have a tough time recognizing what their destiny is? Absolutely. You know, just like Mark was saying a second ago, Jeffrey, I think sometimes our destiny uh, presents itself in, in our worst challenges, in life's worst challenges. Um, instead of, we just have to remember to, rather than sinking into our misery, to challenge ourselves with some questions like he did. You know, he'd failed miserably at what he was absolutely certain he was supposed to do, and that was be a mini Buckminster Fuller and build geodesic domes and save the world and save humanity. But in that hour, and, and I've been through similar things like this, and I'm sure you have, most people who are successful have been through some real trials and tribulations. But it's oh, yeah. in the worst trials, um, instead of giving in and giving up, that's the time we need to really go deep and start asking ourselves, okay, you know, this, this is a massive failure and it feels horrible, but you know, God, what do you want from me? What is my destiny? And when you start asking yourself questions, research shows that a different part of your brain actually lights up. A different part of your brain goes to work for you. And it's the part of your brain that does critical thinking. So your answers are always there for you, but you cannot give up on life because it's a journey. It's tough. You're going to fall down. You're going to fall off the cliff sometimes, but you have to, you know, claw your way back up and start asking the questions. Okay, that sucked and I hated that experience, but I know there's something better for me. There's always something different. Life's never over, but you have to be willing to ask the questions and really, more importantly, listen to the answers. And, and sometimes they're, they're tough questions, you know? And, and find the answers. I think that's an important thing. You have to go and go and go until you find the answers because it's not always right there in front of you. You know, one of the things I'm I'm kind of like listening and watching as I said that this is what I love about interviews is because they're just they're they're more for me than for everybody else. All right, so because uh, it's all about me. No, my my point is I just learn so much. And what I find with a lot of people sometimes they say, Jeff, what about those little voices in your head? What seems to be interesting for when I listen to you and watch both of you, because I why you you see it in your bodies as well, is that you make your own voices in your head. Me, you know what I mean. You you don't have that nagging voice. You have you've made your own voices in your head, their own mantra that you that just it just comes through. So that there's never you know there's not that nagging thing over there that's saying, oh, you can't do it, you can't do it, you can't do it, you can do it. Right, right. As a transformational life coach and clinical hypnotherapist, I say. Either you use your mind to your advantage or your mind will use you. And disadvantage. To your disadvantage. And you really need to understand that. Um, so 
understanding that it's, it's very natural because our brains are very protective and our primitive brain is very protective when things change, you know, when we notice change on the horizon, it was like, oh, that's because a herd of bison are coming, going to come and charge me, you know, mow me over. So that, that's like, it, it alerts your brain. That only happens in South Dakota. Right, that, right especially that. in South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Montana. Yeah. Um, but they're wired to keep us safe. And so we yeah. need to understand that when changes happen and difficulties happen, you know, we get all freaked out, but we also have this higher brain, this, this higher judgment brain. So we need to take charge. We need to spend some time and understand that we can direct our thoughts and that if we deliberately make an effort to treat all of those those situations as a learning experience and try to go in and find the value. What, what was the value of that? Again, the questions, what was the most valuable thing I learned from this horrible experience? You know, what would I do differently next time? How could I take that and make it a strength? And, and that puts you in a different state entirely. It's all about maintaining your state yeah. of mind and you can do it. You can do it. Well, you just described what most people should be doing right now during COVID and the crisis. When there's crisis, there's opportunity. I, I said very early on that, you know, listen, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nurse, I, I can't even sew a mask, but what I can do is be a business first responder. I can be a person who could help. And so let's go drive and thrive. What can we do differently? Hey, look, I didn't make this mess, but I ain't gonna stay in it. I'll guarantee you that. So what advice do you have in like the two minutes that we have left that you could tell people right now, this is what you need to do. This is where you need to go push yourself and get to that next level of success. What would it be? Okay, if they'll go to my website, markvictoransen.com, we'll give a free book that says, hey, look, take adversity, turn it into advantage, because the yin and yang, 6,000 years old, says crisis equals opportunity. We got the biggest crisis, 8 billion of us are in it, biggest opportunity. And I teach the, I teach that during this decade, 2010 to 2020, we're going to do 50 trillion, not billion, trillion dollars worth of business. One of the businesses we're advisors to is called QCI. The guy spent $300 million, 20 years, figuring out how to turn metal into metal, glass into glass, take all garbage dumps and recycle them back into energy and water and, and stuff that we needed. And we're at the first time ever that you can start asking yourself, how do I participate in these seven businesses? Because whatever number I give you is 30% or 50% are not going to get to go back to work like they did at the airlines or whatever. Yeah. Well, and the other thing I wanted to mention, if someone's really stuck right now, I have a few tools um, and I'm not, it's not, I'm trying to sell CDs, but I do have um, some deep guided visualization, like um, freedom from anxiety, um, living free of depression, uh, the garden of new beginnings, all of these things that are, um, you listen in a, in a closed eye state to help you sort of purge the negative thinking. In fact, I have a free audio called purge uh, messy thinking, how to purge messy thinking on my website, Crystal Vision Live. So go get that. It's a free resource. Um, really powerful. You have to take control of your mental habits and your, your thought process every day. Uh, and if you're willing to do that, you'll start to see the light. If you're willing to follow this. And if, you're, if you follow this asking journey and keep asking the questions, you will find your answers. I promise you. That's the way the universe works. No question. You know, that the the answers are always in the question it's the other side of the question and the other answer is that we have started a book club called askthebookclub.com 
It's free. And if you just go to askthebookclub.com, it's free. Once a month, we're going to do it starting in August. And people can ask anything they want because we want to have people ask their way out of this dilemma, problem, crisis. Whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. Right. We want to be a resource. And so uh, once you get the book at Amazon, just join us for the book club if you want to just be part of that discussion, like how asking fits into your life, how you can expand your asking journey. Well, listen, I want to thank you for being with us to talk to us about Ask the Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny. We talked about that. We're with Mark Victor Hansen, Crystal Dwyer Hansen, co-authors of that exact book. And it's been a pleasure having you here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazel. Thanks so much for joining us. Delighted. Thanks, thank Jeff. you, Jeffrey. Always Good a to be pleasure. With you. At the end of every show, I like to talk about what I learned, and I will tell you what it was. I got a little nugget right at the end, uh, but there were lots of great keepers and nuggets that were in the show. But the one that I got that was the biggest was changing the narrative. Create your own narrative. That's what you have to do. You want to be successful. You want to find that destiny. I'll guarantee you, you create your own destiny by changing or creating your own narrative of where you want to do, what you want to do, where you want to go, how you want to do it. And what do you want to end up to be? And uh, I think that's a, a great visualization for a lot of us is that is what is going to be my narrative? What are they going to say about me? What are they going to do? Not so much you care about what they say, but, you know, what do you care? What do those around you care the most about what you do and how you do it? Well, when Dusty calls, will you answer the door? I think that's an important piece. So that's what I learned right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazel. Don't forget to tell your friends and uh, come see us and listen to us again. We'll see you soon. Cheers. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.